0: Now, you may have noticed we haven't sent all the kids out to the kids' programs because we think it's really important when we have baptisms and that kind of thing that we do it all together as a family and that we're all together. So apologies, kids. You have to put up with listening to me for a little bit this morning, but I'm not going to speak for very long. Who said, oh, my own son. Thank you. All right. Okay. All right. I'm not going to speak for very long and I know... Preachers say that all the time and then they go on for like hours and hours. But I'm genuinely not going to speak for very long today because we're really excited. Uh, about our baptisms, about Tom uh, becoming a member this morning as well. It's really important for us as a, as a congregational church, because we, although we've changed the name, we're still a congregational church. still really important uh, that we do things together as a team. And becoming a member uh, is all part of that and part of the way the church uh, is run and its leaders are elected and all that kind of stuff. But I want to talk to you a little bit this morning about baptism. Okay. I get really excited that we, that we have this baptistry now that means we can do, uh, baptisms whenever we want. Um, I was baptized, not in this church, but when I was away at university, I was baptized, uh, in a place called Benchlek. Okay. Turn to the person next to you and say Benchlek with your best Welsh inflections, right? It's a place on Anglesey. Okay. Not far from where I was at university in Bangor. Okay, not far indeed from San Vaiapuskin Githgoggerithconjobble San Tassilio Gogogog. Turn to the person next to you and no, don't bother with that. Um, Right, okay, and and I got baptised in the sea. Okay, so it was a little bit bigger than this. It definitely was not as warm uh, as that water. And some of my family were up, and my my church family and friends from uni. um, We had it all planned. Uh, My granddad, who who used to be a leader in this church, and uh, a guy called Colin, who was my pastor um, at uh, the church I went to in Bangor. Um, They were... um, baptising me. They, well, they were, they were doing the, the kind of chatty bit and then two of the leaders from the church were, were taking me out into the sea and doing the kind of dunking bit, the bit where you always hope that they're going to bring you back up. I promise later we will bring you back up. Um, and, and this was the one little bit of it that we realised we hadn't quite thought out properly because as we walked out into the sea... We realised that as we were walking out, it wasn't really getting a lot deeper very quickly. Um, and we kept walking out and kept walking out. And what felt like about five minutes later, it was kind of mid calf. Uh, and then we kept walking out. And then I kind of chatted to the guys next to me. I said, should we just pretend? Should we just walk like this? Uh, and we did that for a minute, and everybody thought it was getting deeper, and then we stood up. So by the time it actually got to the point where I was to be baptised uh, and go under the water and come up, um, I, I was barely within shouting distance of the shore. Um, in fact, it, kinda, you know, it felt like I was, you know, was going to be closer to passing shipping than I was to the people who were celebrating with me. But my baptism day was something I really remember. It was an amazing experience. It's not um, something... Uh, magical, but it is something that's so, so important to us as Christians. I want to share uh, a verse with you, uh, well, a couple of verses from Romans chapter 6. If you've got your Bibles with you, you can uh, turn to it. If you make notes of things that you want to look at later, you can do that. If you've got a Bible app on your phone or your tablet, punch it in Romans 6 and it's verses 3 to 6 uh, and I'm reading it from the New International Version the NIV okay it says this or oh, don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the father we too may live a new life For if we've been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. It's a little bit weird when we say we're being baptised into death this morning. If you, uh, Hannah, Dave, Josh, had kind of texted your friends uh, yesterday, And said, uh, tomorrow morning at church, I'm going to be baptised into death. They may have been a little bit confused and asked you, what kind of church is it you go to? What are they going to do there? Will I ever see you again? Right, okay. Right, but we talk about this idea of being baptised into death with Christ because it's celebrating our oneness with Jesus. Okay, it's a, a symbolic act a symbolic act that speaks of what God has already done in us through the cross. And that's the baptising to death bit. And then through the tomb where we know that Jesus rose again after three days. That's like the coming out of the water bit. Now I've got no scuba gear with me. So we're going to keep you down there for less than three days. You'll be pleased to know we're not going to go on the timescale. But when we baptise, it's like being baptised into that death that Christ died for us. And then being united with him in the resurrection, in life that comes when we come back through. It's about trust. It's about trust in that sacrifice that God made for us, that he died so that we could have life. And there's going to be an element of trust uh, later on. uh, That when me and Luke lower you under the water, you need to trust we will bring you back up. I did baptise uh, someone, me and Andy baptised uh, a girl called Lara. Some of you might remember from this church a long time ago. She had a little bit of a trust issue uh, and when we put her under the water, she did what I can only describe as a breakdancing move. And uh, We thought we were going to lose her. Uh, she squirmed around on the bottom of the baptistry as we desperately tried to haul her back up and then I seem to remember she kind of went, Rawr! and she came out and um, hit one of us. Um, but... There's an element of trust, but we know that we can trust in God. We sing that song, don't we? I know that I can trust you. I know that I can trust you. And part of faith is learning that that God is faithful in the things that he says and the things that he does, and we can trust him. Okay, so why why get baptised? Okay, simple, simple answer to that question, because... Jesus tells us right, Okay, Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20, says this. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. We talk about that verse a lot. It's, got a, it's even got its own special name. Some verses in the, in the Bible get their own special name that's attached to them. Okay? It's the Great Commission. Right, it's a famous verse. It's like a celebrity in the world of verses in the Bible. Okay? But it's so true in the middle of that, in that great instruction that God gives us to go out and be his hands and feet and go out into the world and tell people about his message. He says, smack bang, in the middle of there, he says, baptizing them. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We're told to do it. We're told to do it. So we follow an instruction. Okay. This act of baptism. It's not the act of being saved. It's not the act of becoming a Christian. It's not the act of giving your life to Jesus. It's a demonstration. It's a declaration of your salvation. Okay, 1 Peter 3, verse 21 says this, and this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from your body, but the pledge of a clear conscience toward God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's a symbol. This water is a symbol. You know, we we talk about being washed clean. Okay in the water of baptism we're not going to get in there with the radox and and like a, one of those like weird netting things that you have to scrub yourself in the shower all right it's not that we're not going to go in there and kind of like just spend ages getting clean it's not that kind of thing it's a symbolism a symbolism of that promise of salvation that makes us clean in god's eyes so it's a symbolism it's a declaration of salvation. It's also baptism. It's about unity or oneness. Okay? Uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 12-14 says this, Just as a body, the one has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptised by one Spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one Spirit to drink, even so the body is not made up of one part. Of many. Okay, we're all baptized. Okay, in that way. So, baptism, going through this act, this symbolism of baptism, uh, is a way that we become one. That we enter into this community of believers, this community of church. So, there's kind of like a, a question. That we ask. And this morning, I, you know, I'm talking to all of us. I'm talking to those of us who've been baptized. I'm talking to those of us who are about to be baptized. I'm talking to some of you that, that haven't been baptized yet. And I know there's a couple of you that are kind of really excited uh, about baptism. We're going to get baptized today, but you want to you wanna get baptized uh, in a month or so's time so you can invite as many of your friends as possible to see what you're doing. And that's, that's great as well. Acts 22, 14. To 16. It says, then he said, the God of our ancestors has chosen you to know his will and to see the righteous one and to hear words from his mouth. You will be his witness to all people of what you've seen and heard. And now, what are you waiting for? I love that bit. And now, what are you waiting for? Get up, be baptized, and wash your sins away, calling on his name. I want to just challenge you this morning. If there's anybody sitting there and you've kind of like gone on a journey of faith and made a decision for Jesus, but you, you've, you've not decided to get baptised. Maybe you were, you were christened as a child and somebody kind of did that act of baptism for you. Now, as a church, we, we haven't got a problem with baptising somebody who's already been christened. If you want to make a choice for yourself... Um, you want to make a choice for yourself to be baptised. We don't have a problem with that. We'll go for it anyway. I don't think anybody goes to hell for being baptised twice. All right, okay. So we get, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you that if you are seeing what these guys are doing this morning, if you've heard what I've said this morning, And you want to make a declaration. You want to go through that symbolic act of unity with Christ and with his community, the church. And you want to get baptised. We're going to have a sign-up sheet on the Resource Zone desk at the end of the service, or it will be there. Right now, it's in Ruth's hand. She's waving it around. Right, okay. It's got lots of room on it. Okay, it's got lots of room on it. If you would like to be baptised in a month or so's time, and we will give you a firm date um, very, very soon, right? Okay, I would love you to sign up on that. So we can come on this journey with you so you can be part of that, uh, that process, that symbolic act of oneness with Jesus. That declaration of your salvation through that symbolic dying to self and being raised to life. We'd love you to get involved with that. That's all I want to tell you about baptism this morning because we're going to get on with the main event in a minute. I'm going to pray for you. Uh, some of us are going to go off and get changed into more appropriate clothes for climbing in a big vat of water. Um, and then we're going, to, we're going to go on with our baptisms. So let's just pray. Let's just kind of hold on to what God's speaking to us about this morning. Lord God, we want to thank you that you are a God of pictures. Lord God, thank you that you show us things through stories. Lord God, when you preach, you told stories to people. And this morning we celebrate one of the great pictures that you give us, that picture of baptism. Lord God, where we go down into the water and identify with that, that death you suffered for us, that sacrifice you made, Lord God, and then we're raised back from the water, raised into the fullness of life as you were Lord God, as you raised, uh, we're raised from death into life, Lord God, we want to be part of that. Lord God, we know that you promise when we trust in you and when we put our hope in you. Lord God, you will give us life and life to the full. So God, we celebrate that this morning. Lord God, stir in our hearts any of us that, that have a desire to be baptised. Lord God, stir that in us. Lord God, so that we might get excited and choose to go through this process for ourselves. So Lord God, we give the rest of this time together, this celebration uh, to you in Jesus' name. Amen.